Welcome everyone to another episode of Rooftop Perspectives. I just want to say every day is a damn good day if you know how to adapt. If you have the ability to adapt. Because no day goes as planned. No day goes exactly as expected. It's always somewhat rare when it does. But when you visualize and you project, you can pretty much stay on course. But there's always something that's going to try to get in your way. It doesn't mean anything major because sometimes it's the little things, little stumbling blocks that get in our way to throw us off completely. So we can't be so rigid. We got to be able to adapt. Today for me, I expected it to be a certain way. I expected to get up here on a rooftop before the crack of dawn. And I was up before the crack of dawn. And um, while a lot of other people were inside the crack of dawn, <laughs> pun intended. Anyway, as you can see, I'm feeling good. I'm my usual mischievous self with my crazy sense of humor. But you know that I am who I am and I'm going to be me and I feel free. And I just want to thank you all for appreciating me for who I am and not the fake me that many people put up. Uh, not me being fake, but the whole fake and the whole facade, the whole anal retentive trying to be somebody that they're not. I really love being me and I enjoy being me. And this is how I can get in front of the camera every single day if you wake me up out of my sleep and say hey talk about this i'll wipe this stuff out of my eye and just keep talking about it and like i said this is what i see with so many people they just they're so damn rigid you got to be able to adapt and why i move my hands in front of my face is like a gazillion gnats out here because i had intended to do this much earlier and then a heavy heavy rain came in and i had to run out and the rain kept coming so i said you know what let me go and do some things on the website and as of this video uh, being uh, recorded, YouTube is supposed to let me back in to the plantation, but they haven't. So I will continue to keep creating. And I just want to let you know, I'm getting a lot of emails still. They're saying, Lance, I'm concerned for you. Lance, where are you? I don't see you. I am on landscurve.com. That's the home of all the YouTube videos or just videos that I happen to put on YouTube. All the artwork, and I've been setting up for that really, really big. And my imagination is flying. And it feels good to be back on that level. You know, so all pistons are firing. And my thing is that, again, I say I'm not just a YouTube talking head. But I have other things cooking, as you will see when you go to landscurve.com. If you don't see me, go to landscurve.com. I can't say it enough, but I'm still going to get messages. Where are you, Lance? We don't see you. If you don't see me on YouTube, go to landscurve.com. You'll see all the new stuff. There's about five or six videos. If you haven't seen it on YouTube, they're already there on landscurve.com. So that being said, with the multiple things that we do here, it's, it's, it's a joy because it keeps me from burning out in any one part of what I do. And that's a real good thing because every time I go back to a video or go back to an artwork or go back to some um, writing, it's, it's fresh because you're using a different part of your brain. You're using a different gear. But if you're one-way Charlie at a time, it's easy to burn out. And I think that's one of the secrets that I've had over the last 20 years online, 2001 to 2021, and still going strong. I mean, I don't understand how some people out there who are the hotel hustlers have called death on this platform. You must not know how zany I am. Man, you might not know how great I am. I'm the greatest of all times. I'm very humble. I don't think that about myself, but I do have confidence and I do not believe in myself, but I know in myself. I know what I have on the inside 
And how is somebody on the outside going to tell me what I have in my creative gas tank when they can't string two sentences together? Like that one, Ella, don't you? But um, much love to Angie Love. Much love to you. Um, but you got to be able to adapt. And you got to have different plans. Plan B through Z and beyond. And when, it, when something does come your way to stop you from something that you had the intentions of doing, guess what? It might be meant for you to sit down and think. You can always think no matter what. So even when you can't move your limbs to go and do what it is that you want to do, you can always sit there and think. And there's always something to think about. My brain never stops thinking. Never. It's just like uh, what happened the other day. A young lady who has the apartment across from us. She went to her car. And she says, oh my God. I forgot that I locked my car keys inside my car. I said, do you have any car keys inside your home? She says, uh... No, I don't. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. It was even worse than that. She didn't even have the key to go inside. No, she had another car key inside the apartment. But she didn't have that key with her, right? Something like that. She was just stuck, right? So she's sitting there looking at the car. And I'm trying to be slick. I said, okay, well, maybe we can get a little wire or something because they're still doing a little construction here in this building. And, um... I tried to push it through and try to like, you know, do the Jimmy thing and, but it wouldn't work. And it kind of made some scratches on her. When I told her, I said, listen, this is going to make scratches. She says, it's okay. It's no problem. I said, okay. I tried, but I saw where I couldn't go too far with it. And so we're thinking of other alternatives to get her in. Um, the other one was just to call um, the lock person. You know how you have the mobile lock units that go around and open up your, your vehicle. But she didn't want to do that. She was on her way to work. She wanted to go to work. She didn't want to be late for work. So I was like, man, what are we going to do? So I tried two of the doors on my side. We sat around and we thought sort of to think what we we're going to do. She was about to call and um, she went and tried the rear door on the, on the driver's side and it opened up. Now some people would say, oh, that's God, that's God. Maybe it might be, right? It might be the creator. But say that door was left open. She locked her car, her car keys in, but she forgot to actually lock the rear door on the driver's side. That one was a mistake. The other one was a mistake, but then really was it a mistake? Was that divine in itself? Was that divine to maybe, like she said first out of her mouth, but I was thinking about it because I spoke about this before. When you're driving and maybe there's a traffic jam or maybe you go to your car and something's wrong with it and you have to jump start it or tires flat, you got to change it. Maybe that's a way of keeping you from a particular intersection where possibly if you were going smoothly you'd end up in a fatal accident or a bad accident or just a mild fender bender or maybe something you'd end up paralyzed for life from the neck down not these things happen and so a lot of us get angry because we can't adapt our attitude and say you know what i need to go to work and i'm going to be a little late today i accept that but maybe there's something bigger in this picture that's even better that i probably won't even know about so think about the times that you were somewhere and that little voice talked to you and said, listen, we got to go. Think about maybe you were supposed to go somewhere with a bunch of people and they kind of forgot you and didn't pick you up and you, you got mad. You still went, but you found out that they got into an accident. You just never know. And so be thankful to the creator for all of the things that we don't know that we were saved from. How about that? See, we know when we have near misses and that's the minuscule amount of things that we know. There are so many things that are going on 
in this atmosphere, pro and con, negative energy as well as positive energy, neutral energy, which is really uh, uh, negative energy and drag, trying to, trying, trying to masquerade as not being negative. Like I always say, um, you have positivity, negativity, and neutrality is also negativity. Because if you can't make up your mind to be positive, then guess what? You're damn negative. I don't want no switch hitters around me as far as not knowing if they're positive or not, right? And positivity is not just you saying it, that I'm positive, I'm positive. But no, it's, it's you showing me your path and what you've done in your life and what you are producing that shows me if it's positive, if you're really about it, if you have that level of stick intuitiveness that's what tells me, right? But that's your business. Because, I don't mean to be funny to my people, my family here, but I'm just saying, for those naysayers, that's your business. You know why? And if you hear any banging, that's a little construction going on. They're building a home over there. And um, like I said, it's, it's, we have to live with ourselves. It's only us that knows what we have truly inside. It's only us that truly knows the intent of our heart. Now you get a brother like me who can look through most people, 99.99%, and look through them like a cheap novel at a dime store, a five and dime store. And those are the people that get pissed off at me because they know I can see them for what they really are. And I beat them to the punch by getting rid of them every chance that I get. Oh, that's what you're all about? We don't have to get in any confrontation. You just don't have the beauty of me. You just don't have the resources of me. Right? So you'll remember it and you'll think about it when you need or want to. And you say, I can't do this because I burnt that bridge. That's the biggest victory. So you don't worry about it. You go on being positive. You go on cultivating and manifesting. Because that kind of heart with a foundation can't really last too long. You can not do the foundation right, but put the first floor, the second floor, the third floor, after a while it's going to crumble because you know that the foundation isn't right. It's not for me to say. It's not for me to say. <laughs> it's not for me to say. It's for you to know. So people, don't worry about these people who you know are negative and they're going about their way. Let them go on because they have to deal with the venom that's inside of them. It's like this. To me, the human venom that people have for you or other people, there's, there's a certain amount of time that they can hold this venom before it starts to seep in to their own spirit, seep into their own soul, and, and poison themselves. People with evil intent in their heart for you to want to hold you back because you're so positive, because you're so loving, because you're an empath. How about that? Many of us who are empaths, who are sensitive to the atmosphere around us, who can feel things in people that they may not reveal in a loving manner, in a supportive manner, we have other people who don't like that about us because they don't have that. They're not about that. They're about me and about what I want and I must control this and I must control that. And here this person is glowing naturally, loving naturally as an empath and beyond. And you will find that person to be your enemy, even when you didn't know that they were your enemy. They resented you for the natural skills and abilities that you have and how people reach out to you and how you have a sensitive heart and they want to look at it as something soft. No, love could never be soft. Love is the toughest. And I don't mean tough like it's bad. I mean when you see a person who tries to be a bad man or a bad woman, love is the toughest thing because love will have you knock mountains down. Love will have you lift a truck up off your little baby if it falls near your little baby. 
Love is something that when you fight in love, you always win. I don't have to walk around puffed up and, and saying that I'm connected to this and I did this ritual, I did that. No, I love. The love that my mother has for me, the love that my father has for me, still lives on to this day. I don't know nothing about nobody else. I know that the ones that I sat and talked to before they transitioned, they love me and they support me and they're not gonna let anything happen bad to me unless I cause it to be by bringing in negative energy. But as long as I continue their legacy of love and understanding, doesn't mean I'm a fool, doesn't mean I'm a soft touch, because I'm probably one of the most relentless, murderous individuals that I know. And not only murderous, but I'm gonna come to do murder to anybody unless you back me into a corner and try to do that to me. But I'm righteously murderous. I'm righteously relentless. You see what I mean? Because I'm not gonna let anything negative come in my way and stomp me and discourage me. When you bring me that kind of energy, guess what? I get stronger. So when you feed me anything, that's not positive, I can still use it, and I've said this before, and I want you all to be that way, but you can only be this way when you're positive-based. Because envy and resentment, and, and, and it's amazing when people in groups can get together in the name of resenting somebody. They can get together in the name of jealousy, in the, in the name of, I want to be better than them. Not in a righteous way where you say, I'm inspired by this person, but I must be the one who is the voice and who do you think you are and I can't control you. So when you're an empath and you feel the universe around you and you breathe with the world, the righteous world around you, you piss them off. You know why? Because you make those controlling narcissists realize that they are not the center of it all. YouTube is the worst thing. I'm not going to say it's the worst thing, really like this, the worst thing, but it's the worst thing for one who wants to have control over one person. And they see the comments of appreciation and every time it's like a whip hitting them. <sighs> it should be me. Well, what do you bring to the table? It's a bad energy. What do you bring to the table except negativity and you try to mask it as something righteous? The sun never stops shining. When the rainstorm came earlier and it rained down so hard, I didn't get discouraged because I know that when the clouds move, the sun is there. But you have to know this, and maturity will tell you this. When you're young sometime, if you didn't have the upbringing and reinforcement, then maybe you'll succumb sometimes. But after a while, you gotta realize that you control your life. You control your day. You control your desti destiny. Nobody controls it more than you and your creator. You don't need anyone else to lord over you to show you the way. What? Pastors? Pimps? Politicians? Why do all these things start with the letter P? Don't let me go there. I'll leave it alone. But no, seriously, why do we give up our right to guide our life according to the signal, direct signal that we get from our creator? and say, you know what, this probably is not good. Let me cut this off, this connection off, and give it to this mere man who is full of ego, who is full of insecurity, who usually has an uncanny need to control you because of his insecurity or her insecurity. But they will say things that are so appealing to you. And because you don't have 
the knowledge to know that you don't need anybody else. All you have to do is to adapt and stay on course. They always catch you when you're down. They always catch you when you're going through pain and when you walk through those church doors or you meet that charismatic person who only sees you for the life force that they can suck out of you. They only see you for that. You're a meal for them. They're going to chew you up and spit you out after all the promises of we're, we're going to make it to the promised land. Oh, please. You can never make it there when you have this type of resentment and, and self-absorbed, one-man upmanship type of mentality. But you still have to be careful who you have around you when you are positive. You still have to be careful when you are that empath. You just can't let anybody on in peace and love and kumbaya. No. You got to be just as much as an assassin or of an assassin as they are who are negative because you're doing something positive. And you can't allow people to come in and assassinate your dream. And you're going to be nice and let them do that. No, you can't do that. My best days are ahead of me. My best creative days are ahead of me. I'm free. I'm free. I'm freer than I was when I was in America, spelled with, with three Ks. So what am I supposed to do? Sit back and just eat mangoes and do nothing else? No. I'm going to go harder. And not harder in an imbalanced way, but, but we all should be moving toward building our legacy. We all should be moving toward that beautiful destiny that's there for us. Don't let the white man system tell you that, 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 that you have to go through him to be all that you can be. All these plants and mangoes and oranges and, and, and kalaloo and greens and, and coconuts and all this stuff and exotic fruits I never even tasted before that's here in the motherland. They didn't say, well, you know, we can't grow. We got to go to America and go to this particular corporation of the UK and ask them permission to grow. These bugs flying around me. Ain't no mosquito asked me for no permission to bite me in my leg and take my blood or inject me with malaria like it happened back in 2019. No, they went on and did it. So why should you be any different? You have a legal right to satisfy your needs. And you can have a few wants as they come. But you, 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 you are part of this human family. You are part of this universal chain, the universal laws. But you give that up and you got to step in and ask a man for permission. Man tell you, do this, do that. Oh, see them over there? Don't speak to them because I'm your God. You're going to find out after a while. When that noose that you put around your neck of religion gets tighter and tighter and tighter and your political affiliations, you put that noose around your neck and it gets tighter and tighter and tighter and the older you get is the more bitter you will become. Isn't that something? Because it's not giving you what you need. You can't, you can't breathe. You know those old sweatsuits they used to give you? plastic sweatsuits, rubber sweatsuits and old boxes and people who want to lose weight and they have the women who would put them on and some of the men who had a little belly fat and they put this thing on and sweat not realizing they're just getting rid of water and they go drink it back on but it made them feel like they're doing something because when I got in from running I, I was eight pounds lighter because you lost that amount of water you see there's so many delusions and tricks out here to get you to give effort but you don't get the results in this world where other people profit from your ignorance. If you'd only learn how to dissect reality around you and adapt to what's needed so you can stay on course, it doesn't mean when you have to take a detour, you're trying to get here, but the road is blocked there. 
So what you gonna do, sit there and wait for, the, for it to unblock? It might be an avalanche in the road from a mountain and it may be like two months before they clear the road. You gonna sit there? No, you have to use your brains and get around that and continue on. Many people tried to set me up to lose this platform or get discouraged or I don't know what they thought was gonna happen. I'm made for this, I'm built for this, I'm born for this. How dare you even entertain the thought? Like Mike Tyson said, how dare they challenge me with their primitive skills? <laughs> but you have to have that in, inside of you too. You have to have, you have to have this knowledge and you have to be extremely confident. So what if other people say you're cocky? Let them say that, let, if you know you're confident and you're not cocky and they say you're cocky, all they're doing is saying that to you to bring you down a notch because they don't like the fact that you're confident you didn't have to ask them permission to be so. I used to have this woman call me and, you know you're a narcissist, you know you're a narcissist, no. Don't tell me that, I know I'm not that. You insecure when you look in the mirror? You don't like yourself, you were told or reinforced from a young age that you don't like yourself and you've absorbed it and now you're going to spit it back at me because I'm confident. I don't care if I was the ugliest person in the world. You can't tell me that I'm not fine. And what I mean is that this has to come from the inside. I don't look for validation on the outside. I never did. When I worked out as a teenager, 14, 15 years old, didn't know how I was training, 16 years old, put myself up on the stage, got my butt kicked, but I still look good for the street. But I stuck to it. Some people, oh God, he'll never make it. He'll never get there. He'll, he'll never become anything in the sport. And I did it without drugs in a short period of time and then walked away from it. Wasn't killing me. Wasn't going to walk around dehydrated, overtrained, tearing down my body. No, I'm not going to do that. And damn sure wasn't going to put any steroids in my body. But when people will tell you what you can't do, but for them to go and tell you what you can't do, that means they abandon their legacy of what they're not doing. So if they, I have no time to tell you what you can't do. I'm too busy honing and polishing and improving what it is that I must do with the time that I have on this earth before my transition. Every day, every day, every day. YouTube knocked me off. I started doing this rooftop stuff. It's going to come back where I uploaded. Where'd all this come from? Or he wasn't sitting down? No, because I'm bigger than YouTube. You're bigger than your job. You're bigger than your political uh, affiliations. You're bigger than your church. All of these things are there to minimize you and make you feel little and benefit from the collective minds of little-minded people who say they believe in a, oh, I believe in a mighty God. But they refrain from doing mighty things. But then when you see me say that I'm going to do things that you deem to be impossible, you want to put another label on it. But if I, if I stepped in a church and said that I'm doing this, oh yeah, he must be a pastor. He must be a man of God. Well, let's just say the concept, the European concept of God is the truth. And you say you're a man and woman of God. Then why are you doing such small things? What, what, what? It's like with black people who are in the church, and I'm not just going to get to the church, but they talk all this mighty God stuff, but, but, but they're the biggest subservient entities on a white man's job. That's why they love you saying that you're a Christian so much. Oh, we got this one in the bag. This person's a Christian. How you know? You see, uh, they got the Bible on their, on their desk and I saw their Facebook page and up in the choir and they're falling out and waiting for Jesus and whatnot. Oh, we will never have no problems from this one. But what about Lance? 
I don't know about him. I heard he has this website. Yeah, I saw it. We're going to have problems out of him. I don't know. He may not last here a week. But I never let things like that get in my way. I've held down jobs and done well and never brought that to task or never brought that to the forefront. But they're sitting there working next to you, mad at what they went home and creeped up on your site and saw and they don't like. I'm not here for you to like what I do in my personal time. If you choose to go on my website, which really is going to get more intense now, so uh, thank the creator, I'm not just on a job <laughs> because they fired me real quick, but I fired them first. And I'm free, so I'm a thorn in their side. Anyway, this is not going to last too much longer. I have something to do. I got to make a run out, but I said, let me come out here and share a few words. I only did this one thing today, but we have all that stuff piled up from the YouTube. Uh, uh, when they, they barred me, but did they bar me from creating? Did they bar me from thinking? Did they, they bar me from what? It's all about landscurve.com. They can't touch that. Spitting in the face of cancel culture and censorship since 2001. That's 20 years. And I'm going to continue to do that. And I, I got some illustrations that I'm going to I'm going to shut up. I'm not going to say it no more. Give me a week. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show and prove. And hold me to that. Anyway, I want to say salute to my brothers. Much love to my sisters. Let's keep this ball rolling. Stay positive. Be careful. And get up on the rooftop like an assassin. As soon as you see something negative coming to you, boom, you do it like that. You have legal right to do so. You don't have to wait for these people to get mixed up on you and tell you negative things and try to find out your business and go run back and tell. Uh-uh. You do what you do what you do, and you don't have to apologize to a damn soul. Remember that. Lance Gerv out. See you in the next one. Much love. It's been nice. Peace. Peace.